Good morning from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. Welcome back to the second hour of Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, horticulturist, landscape designer, and garden author. I'm here to answer your gardening questions, discuss what you're planting, and you can even tell me your successes. I would love to hear what you're thriving at growing in your garden. You can even tell me some of your failures, and we'll empathize and maybe give you some help to, uh, you know, make sure that it doesn't happen again. Let me go real quick to uh, some text messages. One is um, that they're worried that um, we're not planting enough trees and that, uh, you know, they're only planting one or two and developing. Well, I will tell you that throughout most of the state of Florida, and we do have some areas where there are issues, that the, they're required, developers are required to replant trees, canopy trees. And I will say sometimes they plant too many in certain HOAs where they have five canopy trees per lot. And it's also depending on the environment. Not everywhere should have a tree. We have prairies, we have meadows, we have, you know, forests that um, have other things besides uh, canopy trees that, um, you know, that are, are okay. So, you know, when we talk about replanting and replacing, it depends on the size of the area and what they're replacing. But this is a time that we're seeing a lot of oak trees go down. They're getting to be at that stage where they were planted during the 1940s and 50s and even earlier, 1900s even, and we're starting to see some decline. It's just normal and natural. And if we plant new trees now, then we've got enough trees then for the next generation. So, you know, uh, I would say stay on top of it. Make sure that your local, um, you know, you're just um, in touch with your local leadership and that plants, uh, trees are a good thing, so planting them. So, you know, Arbor Day, get out there and plant some trees. Uh, this Pam in Jacksonville says, I have about 100 varieties of succulents, hens and chickens and cypervivum. However, it's been tricky for me. She says uh, she doesn't want to overwater, uh, but their plants are potted in appropriate sizes, but they're drying out, and they need water two or three times a week. Well, rainfall is the best thing for um, you know, succulents, they, that way it's natural and they get it at a certain pace. Sometimes it's a little too much. Sometimes it's longer stretches. I would say that if you water your um, succulents at least once a week during the summertime, if they don't get rain, let's say they're on a patio, then they're going to be just fine. Look at for signs of stress of not watering enough. You want to have plump, luscious petals. All right. And so uh, you can um, go ahead and take, um, you know, watering once, twice a week is going to be just fine for succulents. They don't need a lot of water. We're going to go to our dirty word of the day. And today it's special because we're talking about bonsais. And I wanted to explain what bonsai is. So let's let, listen to John Denver and we'll get right to the definition. Row by row, someone blessed these seeds I sowed. Someone warmed them from below till the rain comes tumbling down. Thank you, John. So bonsai, which is Japanese for tray planting, is a Japanese version of the traditional Chinese art penjing or penzai. Unlike penjing, which utilizes traditional techniques, to produce entirely natural scenery in small pots that mimic the grandiose shapes of real-life scenery, Japanese bonsai only attempts to produce small trees that mimic the shape of real-life trees. Bonsai was created during the Tang Dynasty when Penjing was at its height. It was the art that was first introduced into Japan. Now, bonsai should be reserved for plants that are grown in shallow containers following the precise tenets of bonsai pruning and training, resulting in the artful miniature replica of a full-grown tree in nature. The purposes of bonsai are primarily contemplation for the viewer and the pleasant exercise of effort and ingenuity for the grower. By contrast, with other plant cultivation practices, bonsai is not intended for production of food or for medicine. Instead, Bonsai practices focuses on long-term cultivation 
and shaping of one or more small trees growing in a container. A bonsai display presents one or more bonsai specimens in a way that allows a viewer to see all the important features of the bonsai from the most advantageous position. That position emphasizes the bonsai's defined front, which is designed into all bonsai. It places the bonsai at a height that allows a viewer to imagine the bonsai as a full-size tree seen from a distance, citing the bonsai neither so low that the viewer appears to be hovering in the sky above it, nor so high that the viewer appears to be looking up at the tree from beneath the ground. Noted bonsai writer Peter Adams recommends that the bonsai be shown as if in an art gallery at the right height in isolation against a plain background devoid of all redundancies such as labels and other vulgar little accessories. So we're going to be talking about bonsai in the next segment with a professional bonsai artist, and his work is beautiful. I'm very excited about it. And he's going to be explaining to us all about the art and how he, we can create it and how we can see some in real life because there is a conference coming up in Orlando that I'm sure you're going to want to attend. So we're going to be talking to Adam Levine, professional bonsai artist. And we're going to be taking your questions and answers after that. From the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios and SummitResponsibleSolutions.com, I'm Teresa Watkins. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Life happens. Getting married, moving, new baby, loss of health insurance. If you've had a life-changing event, you may qualify for a special enrollment period in the health insurance marketplace. Visit healthcare.gov and see if you qualify. Need help? A navigator from Covering Florida can help you through the process and find the best plan for you and your family. Visit coveringflorida.org or call 877-813-9115 to make an appointment. Assistance is always free and confidential. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Motorists, bicyclists, and motorcyclists all have the right to be on the road and travel safely. Drivers, watch out for bicyclists and give them three feet of clearance. Always be on the lookout for motorcycles and never attempt to share a lane with one. Drive cautiously around large buses and trucks and remember to never cut in front of them since they can't stop as quickly. When we're on the road together, safety is a shared responsibility. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach, and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words, made in America. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of US and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Hey, Bill, how's it going? I'm fine, Bob. I just wish I were ready for mosquito season. Well, that's why I bought Summit Mosquito Dunks. Summit Mosquito Dunks? Yep, they kill the mosquito larvae before they're old enough to bite. How about that? Well, I guess I'm off to the store. Help protect yourself and your family from diseases caused by mosquitoes with Summit Mosquito Dunks. Available at garden centers, hardware stores, and online at SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. That's SummitResponsibleSolutions.com. 
Are you a homeowner and need extra cash to pay off debt, medical bills, education expenses? Or are you planning for retirement? Homeowners like us have most of our money tied up in our homes. But what good does it do if you can't access your money with a real-life checkbook? Easy Knock offers a new way of getting cash out of your home. They buy it from you, and you stay in your home as a renter. And depending on your program, you can also buy it back at any time. If your credit score is not perfect, don't worry. Easy Knock can still help you get the cash you need. If your home is valued at $100,000 or more, take five minutes of your time to learn how to convert the equity in your home into cash. Give Easy Knock a call right now. 800 382 7624. 800 382 7624. That's 800 it's a form of art that I love to photograph whenever I go to the International Flower and Garden Show at Epcot or when I'm in a hotel that is displaying bonsais. And sometimes that's because the hotel is hosting the conference and I get to see them. And so when I was told that the Bonsai Society of Florida will be having a conference in Orlando next week, I wanted to talk with the expert in the art of bonsai. So we have Adam Levine who's been practicing bonsai for about 20 years, professionally for the last eight years, and he is the author of one of the top 10 bonsai-related blogs in the world, and he travels the country teaching bonsai in workshops, demos, conventions, and private sessions. Currently, Adam is the vice president of the Central Florida Bonsai Club, the local Orlando Society, and he is the editor of the Florida Bonsai Magazine, the official bonsai of uh, Society of Florida publication, and he's co-chair along with the Bonsai Society of Florida's President Jorge Nazario of this year's conference. Good morning, Adam. Thank you for joining me this morning. Yeah, good morning, Teresa. How are you doing? I am doing great. So now, bonsai has always been fascinating for me to admire, and I want to try my hand at it. So what came first for you, growing bonsai or creating your art? Uh, well, I've, I've been an artist my whole life. I've always drawn, and um, so the art came first. Uh, and, you know, I, I bought a house in, or, in Orlando, and you have to put plants around the house. You know, obviously, you sure. wouldn't have a, a radio show if you didn't do that. <laughs> and, and, and they, they just merged together, the, you know, the, the, the plants and the, the art. That's wonderful. Well, your bonsai, you have some big ones that you display. Oh yeah, there's uh, there's there's several categories. The biggest ones um, they call emperor size, and it takes you know four or five people to carry it. Wow, that's amazing. So that makes me want to ask, uh, you know, is bonsai an expensive hobby? <laughs> it, it could be expensive, uh, but it does not have to be. I I used to give a program on going to uh, one of the big box stores into the nursery section and finding a plant and turning it into a bonsai. So it could be as little as $5. Uh, it could be as much as $5,000. It just depends upon your uh, your need, I guess. Okay so, it, okay, so in uh, planting trees in the landscape and shrubs in the landscape, the smaller the plant, uh, shrub, or tree, the quicker it is to establish. Is that the same thing with bonsai? Um, <clears throat> well, it's a little different with bonsai. Um, we tend to, if, if we're growing something, we tend to want to have a substantial trunk in order to give the illusion of a big tree. Um, so we don't tend to grow them. We tend to buy the trunks and then cut them down to, uh, and then we, we call it styling. We style it to make it look like a tree. Oh, wow. Okay, so what are the easiest plants for, for a beginner to create a bonsai? Uh, it's going to be different depending on where you are in the whole country. Uh, Florida, in my opinion, the ficus, any of the ficus species, anything from microcarpa to uh, 
one that's almost used exclusively in bonsai. They call it a willow leaf ficus because it looks like a willow leaf. Um, and it, it, it has tiny leaves. That's one of the things you should look for is something that has small leaves in order to, to further the illusion of bonsai. Okay, that's a great tip. I'm going to take that into consideration. So what kind of effort and maintenance is required for bonsai plants? Um, well, it, it is, it's not a casual hobby. Uh, we have to water the trees at least uh, once a day. Uh, I know that many people think that bonsai are an indoor plant. But no, they're regular trees, regular plants, that, and they need to go outside. And as, you know, it's Florida, unless it's the rainy season, it's hot and you need to water every day. So there's, there's that. Uh, fertilizer is regular fertilizer. Uh, some, some of the trees you have to trim the roots every once in a while. Um, a little less often than some people like to think. You know, some of the ficus, which have intense roots, you have to uh, repot them. With a, that's the trimming of the roots, repotting. You have to do that uh, once a year. But there are other trees that can go 10 years without having to do that. Wow. Okay. And so where can people find pots to, to grow the bonsai in? Where would they go? Um, pots are, are difficult to find. There, there's a local nursery um, that has some. And usually there are bonsai, bonsai nurseries around. Um, online is is probably one of the better places. On I know on Facebook there are several groups that uh, that have auction pages and and you know you can go and, and find pottery and and containers and all that kind of stuff. Because I was looking at your your pages and, and doing some research on you, and you have a lot of pots. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I call it the wall of pots. <laughs> I mean, we're talking hundreds, if not yeah. more. Well, the, the thing about uh, bonsai containers is that uh, they don't die, whereas <laughs> the trees could possibly, you know, you miss a watering or two, they could die. So Yeah. Okay. And, and, and the funny thing is, is, as many as you have, you never have the correct one. I can understand that. And so now, do the bonsai pots only come in certain colors, or can you find them in a in a total range of different colors? Because I, I see them. Sometimes they're blue, sometimes they're red, um, and black. Yeah, black they, is common. They they come in any any color or you know glazed, unglazed, um, uh, stained with oxide stains, uh, and it it's just see bonsai. The, the word bonsai means. Uh, tree and a tray mm-hmm. so bonsai is that is taking both the tree and the tray and putting together as the art form okay so now do gardeners need special tools for uh to to maintain a bonsai correctly um yes sometimes what i tell people when they first start out you just need uh the the sharpest pair of pruning scissors you can uh you need uh wire cutters because when we train the branches we use aluminum or copper wire um and a pair of pliers that's pretty much all you need to begin with Mm -hmm. but one you know you could you could there there are sets out there you can spend two thousand dollars on a whole set of you know fancy stainless steel tools but you don't need that to begin with okay good that's tony's relieved to hear you say that (laughs) <laughs> okay, so so now describe your bonsai art. What kind of trees do you like to create, and, and describe how you uh, design a tree? Um, well, my bonsai art, I consider it, it it's it's almost like a, it's a performance art because it's not like a painting where you're you you paint and you're done and you just sit it on the wall and look at it. Uh, you you speak to the tree by pruning or wiring, and then the tree speaks back to you, and what you have to do is respond to that, what the tree has told you. So it's almost like a song where, you know, like an old blues song where it's a call and repeat, or it's like a dance. Oh, um, I like that. Okay, so now you play a small part in the leadership of the Bonsai Societies of Florida. So what are the benefits of attending a meeting and being a member of the Florida Societies of Bonsai? Um, well, 
there are see the bonsai societies of florida is the state level club and it and it, if you look at it it's societies so it's a club of the local clubs uh so that's really where you where the the listeners want to go and, and find a local club uh there's 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 a club in just about every county in Florida, and you know in in in, in the whole United States. Um, so the Central Florida Bonsai Club is the one here in Orlando and you know Leesburg and and you know the, the surrounding area. Uh, we meet uh, twice a month. Uh, once we meet at the the the, uh, the agricultural extension office. Uh, to join our club, and each club is different. Our club is thirty dollars a year, and by joining our club, because we're affiliated with the Bonsai Societies of Florida, you automatically become a member of that organization as well. Oh, that's good to know. Okay, so next weekend, Memorial Day weekend, is the annual convention of Florida Societies of, or is it the Societies of Bonsai in Florida, in Orlando? It's societies of Florida. Okay. Yeah, it's confusing. It is. So where will it be held, and is it open to the public? And I'm thinking I'm going to go. Yes, it is open to the public. Uh, one of the one of the mission statements of BSF is to show bonsai to the world. So we have an annual convention. Uh, it's at the the Florida Hotel and Conference Center uh, at the Florida Mall basically uh, Orange Blossom Trail and Sand Lake Road area. Um, and the exhibit is open to the public. The uh, the raffle tables, um, the vendor area is open to the public, which is, is you know, most, most conferences charge you to get into that. But we, uh, you know, it's all open up, open to the public. Uh, there are paid events. You have to register to go see. There's demonstrations. There's workshops. Uh, workshops also have an additional fee. Um, and so, where and can okay? So, where can um, our, our listeners, our gardeners, find out more about it? I, if you can give us a website, and then I'll um, put it on the Facebook page. Yes, the the website for the convention is BSF Bonsai Societies of Florida BSF Convention. Thank you so much, Adam. It's certainly a pleasure talking with you, and I'll see you next weekend. Yes, I will see you then. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, It's a great conference. That's Adam Levine. He's a bonsai artist extraordinaire, and you can find out all about him on his webpage, which is adamaskwhy.com, adamaskwhy.com. And so I'm looking forward to going. And it seems like it's it's actually open, so you kind of feel comfortable if you were kind of leery about, oh, am I interested in bonsai? Right, Do I just, want to get a little information? Right, and, and they will be able to help you all, and there's a special event. So go on to um, our Facebook page later on this afternoon, this weekend, and I will have more information on how to get there. So I certainly appreciate Adam coming on and talking about this. I'll post all the information about the Bonsai Society of Florida Conference and how to contact Adam on our Facebook. I love answering your questions. Call me, one 455 2967 or you can text 23680. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 
800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651-800-398-0651-800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance, it's not worth it. If you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance, call right now and learn for free how to get it. Listen, affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away. So give us a shout right now. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly any Anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low cost airlines. 802 341 4542. 802 341 4542. 802 341 4542. That's 802-341-4542. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'm a horticulturist, landscape designer, garden author, and I'm here to answer your gardening questions. Thank you to all our new listeners. We're getting so many of you from South Florida down there in uh, Sarasota and Port St. Lucie in Naples. We love having you on and hearing from you. If you know someone who loves to garden or has a question, please let them know about Better Lawns and Gardens and then also our Facebook page. Lizzie, we will like to have everybody go to our Facebook page yes. and say, you know, like it and then give us a five-star rating. I agree. There you go. There you go. Lizzie has commanded it. There you go. So you can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest as Teresa Watkins FL. 
So let's go to Roy in Windermere. He has been holding on. Thank you, Roy, so much. You can let go now. Uh, okay. Ah, uh, that's better. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm calling about, I missed your section on planting seeds. Is it too late to plant, like, pepper and bean seeds now? I would say so, okay? Oh, I would God. say so. You know, it's, it's, it's a little late for that. You can find them just as inexpensively in the store. Now, if you want to plant 50 of them, you may want to go with seeds, and, and you may do okay. That'll be fine. Plant how many? If you want to grow like 50 to 100 of them. Oh. You know? But if you just want two or three, I would just go ahead and, and, and get transplants. Uh, okay. My other question is on these seed starter kits, uh, what, do you bleach them out or sanitize them anyway after you use them a few times? I would sanitize them every time you finish with them. Clean them up. And then go ahead and sanitize, bleach them, sterilize them, and then put them away for the summer or winter whenever you're using them. Just just bleach is good to do that with? Bleach is good and just rinse it off. and then Or you can use um, alcohol, rubbing out um, hydrogen peroxide. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Uh, the other thing with my seeds, too, I was doing good up until this last – I tried. Maybe I was too late, but my tomato plants and pepper plants would come up and they get a couple inches long and just shrivel up and kick the bucket. Okay. And so th- that happened when? Well, this I'm talking now. I, I planted them like uh, around April 15th. Maybe it was too late already. Um, it could have been. Um, I would just say I would have to know what your watering practices are um, and just kind of wonder, understand what was going on. And I can't tell now because you already threw them away, right? Well, I got a few left that I'm afraid to throw in the garbage. I compost. <laughs> oh, compost. Okay. So I would just have to know what was going on. So you always yeah. want to check the soil. I mean, is tomatoes and vegetables, when you're growing a vegetable garden, they're not something you can just walk away from. You need to check on them every day to catch well, up. I would usually water them, well, when it was so hot and no rain, like, you know, two, three times a day, and I'd, I'd put a little of that liquid fertilizer in with the mix, not the full strength, but a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know? that sounds like a bad thing. Okay. Bad thing, yeah. <laughs> so, so <laughs> you know, plants should, you know, shouldn't be, especially your vegetables, you should water them enough to soak the roots and then let them dry off. If you're watering them two or three times a day, then they're, you're either overwatering or not putting down enough water to get to the bottom of the, of the root system. Okay, uh, and, and so either until they get so big, instead of just watering them. Pardon me. Is it good to spray the plants in the beginning rather than just water them, spray them with a spray bottle? Okay, the, the leaves are they outside? Yeah. Okay, yeah, no, just water them. Just saturate oh, okay. so that the water comes out of the bottom, and then you only have to do that once every couple of days. Oh, all right. Okay, Sounds... if you, if you're if you're not if the water's not coming out of the bottom of the of the of the container then you're yeah. not watering enough. Oh, all right. Okay. And then I'm always like give it a- another try and uh since it's too late to plant that come what end of August I could plant you plant uh, your seeds like in August. Eat? Yes, no, plant your seeds in August. That's a good time. Okay. Okay? All righty. Thank you so much Roy for listening and being a good uh, good fan. You held on quite a bit there. Thank you. Hey, give a shout to Tom McCubbin and Joni for me. I certainly will. All right. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah, so that's good. So you want to make sure that you, when you're watering, you're watering deep and you saturate it so that the water's running out. If you're just watering a little bit, it may not be getting to the bottom of those roots. And, that's true. You know, so uh, give them a good chance, and then that way you don't have to. It's better to water longer one time a week than water every day a little bit. That's, that's always the best way. Let's go to Nancy and Coco. Good morning, Nancy. Good morning. Uh, I have a what I consider a comical definition of bonsai. Okay. It is the art of growing stunted trees in misshapen candy dishes. <laughs> okay. Can I stuff. quote you on that, Nancy? You certainly can. I certainly. Well, that's that's going that's going into my into my books. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Thank you so much. That was great. You're welcome. Enjoy your your program. Thank you so much. Okay, so let's go to our text messages. If you'd like to give us a call, we've got plenty of time for you. 1-888-455-2967, or you can text at 23680. We can talk about any 
kind of ta- uh, gardening question you'd like. So, um, Teresa, let's see, we got to about the, that uh, jungle. Yes, Florida was a jungle at one time, and you know we are you know developing, and just be active in your community and be you know aware of what's going on in your community. So, Teresa, where in Haines City, Kissimmee area, can we rent or buy a beehive? We have no pollinators at all. Okay, so no matter where you are in the state of Florida, there are uh, beekeeper clubs in every county. So, one, you can contact your local county extension office, and they will be able to tell you where the, uh, the beekeepers, how to contact them. Or when you Google the Internet, just put in your county and put in apiary, A-P-I-A-R-Y, or beekeepers, and that will bring up a list of beekeepers in your area, and they will know who you can buy them from or how you can rent them. And I do know that they are rented out. A lot of orchards and and um, vegetable farms and stuff rent, uh, you know, um, beehives and things. So especially when they have crops going on that need to be pollinated. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, so that's a great way to do it. And I do know there is. One in Haines City. So there's several, I mean, there's about eight to ten beekeeper uh, um, farms in uh, Haines City. So you'll you'll get really good luck with that. So you can um, uh, join us in, by calling in with a gardening question, one 455 Lizzie is looking there. She's very pleased. That's but- right. I'm like, please call, please call. <laughs> and so we'd love to talk with you. we got lots of text messages coming up on grass and an orchid bush and plumerias and we'll be talking about that you're listening to better lawns and gardens i'm Teresa watkins and this is florida's talk and entertainment network When was the last time you had a truly awesome nursery experience? A nursery and garden center with a huge selection and friendly expert advice. We're talking about Quality Green Specialists in Deland. At Quality Green, we have your favorite plants, fruit trees, flowers, vegetables, and herbs. Plus, with our 8011 fertilizer, organic azomite, and composted soil, your garden will look its very best. Great plants, sustainable products, friendly expert advice. 335 West Michigan Avenue, Deland, and online at qualitygreenspecialist.com. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? Going through a divorce? Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800 432 3916. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $2 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're being taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $2. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 45 blue pills or 45 yellow pills for $99 and add 5 more pills free. You save more than 5 
$500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call us at 800-975-1374 and get your 50 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now. 800-975-1374 How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and we're getting a lot of text messages that are attaching photographs, Lizzie. So I can't see them on the text message that we have. Right. So you need to, when you're sending me photographs, you need to use my email address, Teresa.Watkins at live.com, and I will respond to you later. But the text message is the studio's the radio station's text messages, and we don't see right. photographs on the text message. Right. It's not like it's on our phones. It, right. Exactly. So I do appreciate that. So that is, uh, um, let's see, attaching a few pictures of your orchid bush. I need to send them. And then uh, then also to uh, the um, pictures of the plumeria. So go ahead and send those to me. Let's go to Eileen and Stuart. Good morning, Eileen. How can I help you? Hi, good morning. Um, I have a question. I planted a bird of paradise out front um, in my yard two years ago, and I'm just wondering the proper way to care for it. It's We just had some rain last night, and that plant is growing in leaps and bounds. So I don't know. Do I just take a little one of those miniature chainsaws and <laughs> and clear around it, or I'm I'm just lost? Okay, so how long ago did you plant it? Um, a little over two years ago. Okay. And is it the giant bird of paradise? Well, no, it's not the giant one. It's like the bush. Like okay. The... So it ha- gets orange flowers. Yes. Okay. Super. It does get, if it, it, you're doing something right, if it's growing, because bird of paradises uh, are very slow growers. And if it's in an area that it loves, it's just going to be wonderful. So you can dig it up and divide it. Okay. Okay. And so I wouldn't necessarily use a chainsaw like that, but you could take a serrated knife or a a, kind of like a, um, not a hatchet, but what am I talking about, Lizzie? Oh. Uh, Just what is that knife? Oh, machete. I know what machete. Yeah, a machete. Yeah. Okay. And and divide it up that way. The thing about bird of paradises, though, is that when they're cramped like that and doing really well, when you divide them up, it's going to put it into a growth stage that it may not bloom for three to five years. Oh. They bloom when they're really nice and cramped and root-bound. And so I think that's what your your bird of paradise is doing. It loves where it is. You're doing a really good job with it. Why are you wanting to divide it up or take a chainsaw to it? Well, well I didn't really mean like a big chainsaw. Okay. Because um, <laughs> you I'm sound so afraid. sweet. <laughs> <laughs> They have the real tiny ones now that the blade's only four inches, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But anyway, I'm not going to do that to it. Okay. Because um, when you I'm when you cut a- it like that, then you're going to see the, the nubs of the stem, and it's just not going to look good. So yeah. I, I would prefer you to dig it up and separate it so that all the stems are, are straight. You know what I'm saying? 
Yes. And the reason why I'm asking is I just don't want to one morning wake up and, and see this bird of paradise that it's just so overwhelming I can't control it, you know? That right. was really my only reason. But I think I'm going to just let it go for the summer and see how many blooms and, yeah. and just enjoy it. How big of a space is it in? Is it cramped now? Is it really is it taking over your yard or do you have a really no, small yard? No, it, no, it's not to that point at all. It's in the front like I have, uh, um, uh, what do I have out there? I have some uh, uh, aguave plants and, and uh, impatience and portocarpus corpus or however you yep, say that. Yeah, you did it right, portocarpus. As, as, a, as a hedge. And in front of one of my big windows, I placed this bird of paradise. So it's like in front of a six-foot window maybe. I don't oh, know. Oh, I bet it looks beautiful. Okay, does, I would let it yeah. grow for one more summer, and then if you're planning any vacations and things like that, uh, then I or, you know, you don't want to do it before a special event, but um, then, you know, select a time that you can divide it up, and uh, and then you have two plants. Okay. Okay? Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate your help, and I love your show. Thank you so much, Eileen. I appreciate it. Let's go to Donna in Daytona Beach. Good morning, Donna. How can I help you? Good morning. I was uh, researching online, and I came across a dwarf tree that I'm very interested in. I'm not sure if it's uh, suitable for growth here in my area. I Mm -hmm. live in central Florida. On the East Coast, I'm not on the beach side. I'm on the mainland in Daytona Beach, uh-huh. South Daytona. And I was looking at a blue Chinese wisteria tree. Okay. And the nurseries online that are selling them say that it's within their zones for sale, that it would gr- grow good. But a couple people that I know that work at local stores that have nursery plants, they're not experts, say that it would not thrive in this area. Can you help me with that? Yeah, no. It just depends on where you're getting it from. Where are you? Just give me the states that they're coming from. I believe that it's coming from Nebraska. Yeah. I would be hesitant to buy one online or out of state that far away because they have such cold temperatures. And even if it can grow in this zone, which it can, I would find one more local, you know, even as far north as Georgia. And you but have any suggestions as to where I could find such a tree locally? Because well, I've looked online and I can't find anything. Right. So let me give you so you can contact a nursery, local nursery, and find a queen's wreath. A queen's wreath looks exactly like a wisteria, only it's more manageable and it can take our temperatures. It's a tropical plant. Is it a, a dwarf tree also? It's, it's, it's a vine. Now, wisteria is a vine. And so when they say, a, you know, a tree, you know, wisteria is a vine. And right. They did, they did uh, originally say that it started as a vine, but that they were able to work it into a sinensis. Right. A tree. Yes. S i n e n s i s. Right. And it's actually shown a picture of a, a tree trunk. Right. With the flowers off of it, and it tells you that you have to stake it for the first year of growth because yeah. the flowers would bend it over and break it. Yeah, I would hesitate to do that. Okay, so uh, I would hesitate to buy anything online from Nebraska for a plant here in Florida. The Providence just doesn't work well, and I would find something local. But I would look for a queen's wreath if you want something that similar. It is a vine, uh, and if you would like a, a purple tree like that, then I would go with a jacaranda. A jacaranda will do well for you in Daytona Beach, and oh, it looks and gorgeous. All trees, I'm looking for something that wouldn't go over, say, six feet tall. Uh, yeah, that's going to be difficult because that's not a tree. That's a shrub. And right, right. So, yeah. I'm, looking, I'm looking to replace robolinis. Yes. They're just getting too look old. For, and, okay, and so look for the princess flower, a tibicina. Okay, tibicina will give you that purple color. And then also a Philippine violet will give you that color, and they both come in tree forms. And what was? How do you spell that first word? Tibicino. Tibicina. T i b o u c h i n a. Okay. It, Philippine. A Philippine violet. Okay. Not a Philippine. Uh, a, yeah, Philippine violet. Okay. Very good. Thank okay. you so much for your help. You're, you're do welcome. Do you know any nurseries locally here that would have them? Not not off the top of my head, but you know you'll find them. So just uh, I would just check your nurseries in your local area. Try Rockledge, uh, you know, uh, Gardens, Rockledge Gardens, which is over there on the beach on that side. 
Thank you very much. You're welcome, hon. Thank you. Let's go to Bill in Ormond Beach real quick. Good morning, Bill. How can I help you? Good morning. I sent you an email about a trumpet vine that is orange flowers. Hummingbirds love them. Yes. I put it in. Put it a, a few years ago, and now it's starting to show up, like up to like ten yards away, where it's not climbing over the ground, but the roots are going underground. And I'm like, uh, now this is getting out of hand. They How can. It's almost like torpedo grass. It, they can get out of hand really fast. So what I suggest to you is, um, to Bill, is to get ortho brush be gone. Okay. Ortho brush be gone and then follow the label instructions and just stop them from even coming up and it'll help. Then you can also do sucker stopper. And that is a, something you can get like at the hardware stores and the do-it-yourself okay. store. Sucker stopper will also stop them from coming back. Thank you, Teresa. You're welcome, Bill. I appreciate it. Let's go to text messages real quick. There's some really good ones here. Um, the uh, Please repeat the email address. Thank you so much. Um, my email address is Teresa, T-E-R-E-S-A, dot Watkins, W-A-T-K-I-N-S, and that's at live.com, Teresa.Watkins at live.com. And all the text messages are coming in now. Lizzie, and we don't have enough time, so let me do this. We'll get to your text messages next week. I'll respond next week. If you're in an emergency, go ahead and email me. You can go to my website. I do have one that I can answer real quickly. I bought some peonies from Publix for my table. They're beautiful. Are they easy to grow in Tallahassee? No, I don't think we get cold enough for for peonies in Tallahassee. And so we just have to enjoy them. They have to be just brought in. So I appreciate um, having Leah Brooks on with uh, Tower Gardens and her summer vegetables. And I will be posting information on her contact uh, on the Facebook page later on today. And then big thank you to the professional bonsai artist, Adam Levine, because he is an amazing artist, sculptor, painter, and his bonsais are beautiful. You can catch the show at the mall, Florida Mall, next weekend. And it's free to go there and look at them. And that'll be great. Lizzie, thank you so much for everything you do today. I certainly appreciate it. We also want to thank Summit Responsible Solutions, maker of mosquito bits and other environmentally responsible pet controls. That's summitresponsiblesolutions.com. Join Lizzie and me next week for more Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. Taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro Zero Turn Mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like My Ride Suspension that take the ache out of acreage. Massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction and ultra-durable iron-forged cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro count on it. Visit Toro.com slash zero turn to find yours. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652.